0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's been described as a tsunami without water. We're talking about the devastation in Brazzaville, the capital of the Republic of Congo. Buildings in the eastern part of the city lie flattened with bullets and shell casings scattered all around. Looks like a war zone now, only the damage wasn't caused by battle either, but by explosions at a huge ammunition depot starting on Sunday. More than 200 people were killed and at least 1,000 injured. The blast also catapulted undetonated munitions into the air, spreading them over a wide area. The Mines Advisory Group is a demining agency working in Brazzaville. Nick Rosevear is its chief executive. He explains how the group is helping residents deal with the unexploded ammunition.
1: The first thing to do, which is what we, our teams have been doing on the ground, is to cool down the stores or the remaining stores and the debris that there is lying around to make sure that it's cooled down uh, with water, to make sure that homes are cooled down, so that that helps to reduce the instability of this stuff. The second thing to do then is to get in and map exactly how many of the stores, how many buildings uh, erupted, are there any which have not yet been ignited uh, and to then secure those and make sure
0: that uh, that people are kept well away from them. So besides the, the destruction from the explosion itself, the blast sent unexploded ordnance flying into urban areas. You're, you're looking at this now. What are the potential future implications of, of such an accident? Well, uh,
1: they're very serious, the potential implications, unless it's addressed really urgently. we um, We have spent the last year and a half removing... Uh, 15,000 items of unexploded ordnance, you know, mortars and shells and so on from another site which actually was shelled during the fighting, the civil war in Congo in the 90s. And that was spread over an area of 26 hectares. So the potential spread of this lethal debris is enormous. And, of course, it's very attractive to inquisitive children. And what we want to avoid more than anything is that people pick it up in the street and take it home.
0: Right. And have you seen that kind of uh, results before?
1: Well, we've seen that, sadly, wherever we work. We're working at the moment in South Sudan. We're working in Libya. We're working in Somalia. We've worked in uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo just over the river. We were in Libya, as I said, and there there have been many stories of children in the streets picking up curious, unfamiliar-looking things and taking them home, and I'm afraid you know, these things then detonate in the family home and do terrible damage. So uh, we have programs both on the technical side but also on the education and information
0: side which aim to reduce the risk of this. You just listed a bunch of countries all over Africa. How, How big is the problem right now?
1: There is a global problem with uh, accidents that happen inevitably where there are weapons uh, stockpiles. And that, um, you know, it happens, accidents happen in, in uh, richer countries and poorer countries. Of course, in many poorer countries where there has been a history of, uh, of fighting and conflict, there may be larger depots than one would have expected in other places. And these need management. Um, uh, old ordinance, which is out of date and uh, you know, unstable, needs to be disposed of. And often some technical assistance is required to do that. And also the security of the stockpiles may need improving in order to stop um, material from, um, from finding its way out one way or another. What, what is the worst security you've seen, uh,
0: Nick, uh, that really gives you concern?
1: It's not necessarily a question of security of stockpiles. It's also a question of cleaning up what's just lying around, Mm. you know, and can be picked up. In very poor countries, people will pick up uh, mortars and shells uh, because they have a high metal content and they may be able to sell the metal for scrap. And they may not have the technical knowledge to know and understand that this is either exploded or unexploded and how to tell the difference. And, um, you know, they pick it up, take it home or try to trade it in the local market and, uh, and it causes, you know, terrible, terrible consequences. So it's not necessarily the issues of security around stockpiles. It's sometimes the issue just of too much stuff lying around in the aftermath of conflict that needs tidying up.
0: Nick Rosevere is the chief executive of the Mines Advisory Group. Thanks so much for speaking with us.
1: Thank you.